Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks. Better than the best you know. And the home of the Neville Enthusiast. Today, we're going to talk about she's smoking not. She's smoking not. I'm also going to share my opinion on The Promise. I've had conversations with several people over the years, and I've only heard of one person outside of Neville that said they actually experienced The Promise. Now, I'm not in their heads. I don't know if they actually did or not, but being that this person has a track record of saying whatever they need to do to just sell stuff, Eh, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it or not, but it was said. All right. Smoking not. This is like one of those 80s, 90s clip episode. This is a couple cool stories. And then, of course, I'm going to end with my thoughts on the promise. All right. Speaking of promise... All right, so some success stories. The annoying coworker, the annoying, obnoxious coworker. Maybe you've had this situation in the past. Maybe you're going through something like that now. But there was an individual that eh, is one of those those things that you could tell they were a good enough person, but then there was something about them. And by this time, we know self-pushed out, whatever acronym you want to throw at it. Yes, exactly. I agree. But, you know, those people are around sometimes. And I don't know if I single-handedly made this person abruptly quit, but she did. Now, in the long run, it's definitely going to make my life easier. And it definitely has in some ways already. But in other ways, it's, uh, it hasn't. So just keep in mind that, yes, you could be in the state. Yes, you can have the outcome. But it may not be always what you expect. A Neville story to combine with that is the the telephone lady, I believe it was, who heard that some neighbors no longer live next to a particular gentleman and some unfortunate set of circumstances transpired. Unfortunate based off of whoever's looking at it. But sometimes you pick up one stick, one end of the stick, you pick up the other. Shout out to the SP folks. Okay, so the next thing was the smoking knot. The smoking knot. A neighbor that lived 
to the side of my house. So one side of my house, I go out and hit golf balls um, against a net. It's fun. I love it. It's You could say it's distressing. That's a good way to work on my golf game. So I go out there and I notice that eh, at least once or twice a month, I would notice the smell of cigarette smoke. No offense to you if you smoke, have smoked, been around smoke, love cigarette smoke. Maybe you have candles that smell like cigarette smoke. I don't know. Maybe you would just light cigarettes and have them around your house. Whatever it is you do is your prerogative, obviously. But I personally cannot stand the smell of cigarette smoke. Doesn't matter why. I just don't like it. So, but this guy would smoke and it was, he was on the other side of the wall, a super high wall. So I can't see the guy. I can't even hear him. The guy was stealthy as a ninja, but you could smell the freaking cigarette smoke. And then once or twice, like I, I mentioned, and I wouldn't even think about it until I was out there hitting my golf balls and I'd smell the smoke. I'm like, what the heck? Because never happened before. But anyway, one day I said, how nice would it be if I could just come out here and swing my golf clubs and enjoy the fresh Arizona oceanfront air. How great would that be? And about three, four days after I did that, there was a moving van parked in his driveway. It was partially in our, covering our um, sidewalk, like in front of the house. So... Barb, the old lady, went out there to do something and struck up a conversation. And yeah, he uh, wanted to move into a different neighborhood. So that's what he did. Could you say it was me being slightly perturbed at the smoking as the reason he left? <laughs> Only the true Nevilleists will know the truth. The rest of you, maybe Maybe not. Finally, with the share, before I talk about this. All right. This, I'm going to be very vague because the actual set of circumstances and scenario doesn't matter. But it's usually waiting for something when other people are involved. Could be in work. There's a deadline that you're trying to meet or you asked somebody in a different department or a vendor or something to do something and they're not doing it as fast as you think you should. They should or as fast as somebody else should. And this somebody else is maybe a superior or a peer that has a lot of pull, whatever the situation might be. It could be with your parents, could be with a significant other, siblings, whatever, family but it's just something that's not getting done as fast as you think it should get done. So I had that particular instance come up, something that I thought should have got done a lot quicker than I think it should have gotten done, but it didn't get done. And so I said, I was getting a lot of grief and anguish and, you know, those people that kind of nag and pester you every five minutes like clockwork. Yeah, those people. And I get it. All that aside, stuff happens. 
We're not perfect. We're on the quest to perfection. But stuff happens. And so I said this. I said, if this event doesn't happen by this time, I will take this action. And then right at the deadline, guess what happened? You guessed it. The exact same thing that we were all waiting for. Sometimes we just have to hurry up and wait. Things take the time they take. And it is what it is. I'm sure you've been around long enough. Maybe you haven't. But if you have been, that sometimes the delay could end up working heavily in your favor. Last but not least, my opinion on the promise So Neville, throughout his lectures, his speaking career, he talks about how he was taught the law. The same person that taught him the law taught him Hebrew. But nobody taught him the promise. So the promise was something that came to Neville in a vision, if I'm not mistaken. If you're out there and you care a lot about the promise and know a lot about the promise and want to share it with me and correct me or have a conversation, you know how to get a hold of me, text, call, or eh, I, I never answer the phone, so you could call all you want, but I probably won't answer. It has nothing to do with you. I just don't like talking on the phone. Or email Neville Mind Tricks, N U V I L L E M I N D T R I C K S at Gmail dot com again i talked earlier about the individual that may or may not have experienced the promise i mean you could say that you experienced the promise because again i welcome the step the the promise expert to step forward and educate me i'm here welcome let me know but it's so vague I know there's a lot of talk about the birth inside the skull and David as the father and David as a swaddling babe or the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. It is what it is. I think it's just obviously a figment of Neville's imagination. It was a vision that he had. And I think it doesn't hurt or hinder anybody in any way, whether or not they want to believe in the promise or not. So that's pretty much like Forrest Gump on a good day. That's all I got to say about that. No, I didn't bring a watch tonight, so I do not know what time it is. But now we're going to the silence. 